Welcome to the Red Shirts Dynasty Podcast, a Ball Blast football production. Here are your hosts, Matthew Betts, Matt Okada, and John Helmkamp. We are back. The boys are back in town. Matt Okada, John Helmkamp, Matthew Betts, back on the mic finally I, literally guys i feel like every time we're not on this on the podcast together it just feels like it's been like three years even though it's been like a week and a half but yeah true. so much has changed i miss you guys so much uh how's everybody doing uh splendid well okay well, well betsy poo's <laughs> got the the fancy pantsy lineup that starts from his crow's peak or his widow's peak or whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. and then it comes all called. the way back across and it's like it's very sharp um, it is very, very angled. It's very angular. It actually, it, you know what? It fits his face very well because he's just a pointy human being. So mm. having the really pointy, pointy <laughs> seems smile, like an insult. But okay. I think that's yeah, he's mildly insulting. <laughs> <laughs> You're skinny and pointy. All right, cool. Thanks. Also, um, YouTube have no idea what we're talking about you need to go to yeah YouTube. I mean hey there's there's reasons you go to YouTube one of them is to see my new haircut um mm-hmm. if you want to see Okada's Kyler Murray jersey in the background you want to see John's beard you can go there but really people come for the haircut and that's why they hit like and subscribe so can't blame them at all for that one of us has to actually look good on this show guys Okada just wears a beanie <laughs> that's because I haven't got, had a haircut John's always wearing a hat I feel like one of us has to look somewhat decent so uh-huh. well, fine, here we are. my one hair next show. week just for you Mets. I hope you do. I really hope you do. Uh, Before we get into tonight's rookie breakdown, which is the man, Devonta Smith, I want to let everyone know of a couple uh, housekeeping items. First off, if you missed the episode with myself and Edwin Porras from Fantasy Points, Mm. two physical therapists, two absolute nerds talking injuries on a podcast and trade targets. You said Mm. yes very quickly there, John. Body parts. (laughs) Yes. Definite nerds. Uh, Yes. Trade targets that are going to bounce back from an injury. We talked about that. Go check it out. The other thing, we have brought NFL draft content to the website. In addition to the fantasy content, in addition to Dynasty, DFS, all those things, we now have NFL draft content. Matt McCoy, a new hire of ours. We hired new writers for Ball Blast Football. is writing up mock drafts and draft content. So check it out. He released his first mock draft on the website. I thought it was great, like really well done. So check it out. Uh, Maybe we'll reference it a little bit on the show tonight. And then, of course, the, the reminder that we always give you guys, patreon.com slash ballblast. Get up in there. Not only can you get access to our scouting notes on the website, which not anyone else can get, we have added to your subscription. We have not asked for more money. We have added to it, so providing value. We are bringing rookie ADP to our patrons. You will be able to get that with people that know Dynasty, know rookies, sharp people that know what they're doing for not only Superflex, but also single quarterback leagues. Go check it out, patreon.com slash Ball blast. Okay, fellas. Devonta Smith. Oh. Now, we're going to start with, as we do with these rookies, the profile and the build. He's skinny. We know that. You're Mm going to hear that everywhere. Every podcast, Mm -hmm. every article, every person on Twitter talking about this guy. You're going to hear the words BMI, underweight, thin frame, durability concerns. Okay, here's where we're at, right, with this guy. 175 pounds. Hmm. That's a fact. He's skinny. You ask me if I care. The answer is parallel. <laughs> no. Same. What are your guys' thoughts on the BMI and the the body type build of, of Devonta Smith? I also do not care, Betts. I love it. 
Not one bit. Um, he's got my favorite nickname in this entire draft class of the Slim Reaper. Um, mm. It's absolutely delightful. Wouldn't have that nickname care. if he wasn't slim. That's yeah, kind of no, I, I love that he just kind of took the, you know, potential baggage and then turned it into just a really badass nickname instead. Um, yeah, watching film on him, I, I wanted to see if he played small and he doesn't. And I don't care. Yeah, that is we'll exactly the, the most important point. Yeah, which no, I agree to. with you guys. There are players that enter the NFL that definitely have these concerns, but then they don't play differently. Like their their play style kind of matches that skinnier build, like mm. just go run and get it kind of thing. And this is not Devonta Smith, so we will talk about that more in detail. But I just want to get your guys' general take because you're going to hear it, and I'm fading that like crazy this uh, draft season. The breakout age is a little bit of a concern. From the analytics community, right? People love that Jamar Chase breakout age. They love that 18.9 or whatever it is. Um, we'll talk about him on the next couple of shows. Uh, but he didn't really do much and break out until the age of 20.8. A little bit of a meh, yellow flag, if you want to use that, that term. And then if you look at the other advanced analytics that people use, that dominator rating, that is where it just jumps off the freaking page. 47% last year. What? Are you kidding Yo. me? You literally accounted for 55% of Alabama's receiving touchdowns. That is obscene. So he's got the production from that aspect, but any concerns to you guys in terms of breakout age? Uh, I'm going to say no, and primarily here's the reason, right? When he was a sophomore in 2018, these were the offensive players that led in receiving yards. These are the top seven players that he was attempting to, as it were, dominate and therefore break out. Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddell, Henry Ruggs, Irv Smith, Devontae Smith, there at five, Josh Jacobs, and Damian Harris as the two running backs. That's an NFL I off. think, I believe <laughs> it is going to be true that those are all first-round picks. Where did Damian Harris go? Was he a second-round no, pick? Like, no, he was like a third. Was he? Okay. So Damian Harris is the only one there, and he was seventh on the list. That was not a first-round pick. Everyone else, all-star NFL offensive player. Herb so Smith's about to become a breakout tight end. Yes, he is. Um, I saw that I think it was someone over from Dynasty Nerds doing some research and putting together basically like a, a an adjusted breakout age based mm. on conference of play mm-hmm. and 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 school and using mm-hmm. these powerhouse schools, Alabama. Ohio State, you know, those type of teams to adjust that breakout age down because Rondale Moore, we're going to get to him at some point, had a phenomenal breakout age of like 18.3 or whatever it is. It's in the 18s. He had nobody except Tyler Johnson (laughs) on his team. That's it. That's the only other wide receiver worth a damn. You're talking about Devonta Smith needing to kind of wait his turn in line behind the other NFL caliber wide receivers that were going to go pro first once, round caliber receivers. first round caliber wide receivers, not just like day two, day several three of guys. them. Yeah. yeah. So no, I don't care. He had to wait his turn. We see it a lot with running backs. It's not a running back concern when a guy doesn't come in and post, you know, a thousand rushing yards until their sophomore junior season. People are like, Oh, well that's just normal because there was another running back in front of him. I feel similarly on these powerhouse teams, so no, I'm not concerned about Devonta Smith. Okay, good. Glad we're all in agreement there. I believe, is he all of our wide receiver one in this class? Yep. Yes. Perfect. Okay, so we're all on the same page there. We love this guy. Let's talk about 
uh, the stats because that I mean it is you look at this production 117 receptions last year 1856 yards he averaged 16 yards per reception 23 touchdowns now I just want to kick it to you guys real quick and we're, we're going to talk about Jalen Waddle very soon a lot of that came after Jalen Waddle went down with the uh, fractured ankle. You're going to hear that narrative. So I'm not saying that I believe that that's why he produced. I just want to ask your guys' opinion. Do you feel like that is a major factor? And maybe we dial back with the excitement about his production. Or are you just like, nah, Beth, screw it. This guy's amazing. To be honest, I could not give a flying crap about his production, bets because, <laughs> because of what I see on the tape. Like, I this is how I do rookie analysis, okay? And you might call it a little bit, you know, one-sided. Go ahead and call me that if you want. I watch the tape. I do not follow college football that closely. I'm an NFL guy. I work for the NFL. So when I come to evaluate these players, I don't have much of like a narrative built in. I know their names. I know he wins the Heisman, things like that. But I watch the tape. I see how good of a player this player is. Then I see, well, okay, what does his stats production look like? What do his analytics look like? What does Dominator look like? What does his breakout age look like? What does yards per route run look like? And I use that to um fill out mm -hmm. the boundaries of the profile but I, I watch tape first because here's something a hint to you guys that's what nfl teams do and they might right. be getting closer to using more analytics but when they're picking a wide receiver in the top 10 they're doing it because of what they saw on tape that's what scouts do that's how the nfl works and that's how these guys draft capital is going to get decided and more often than not, that's how I feel the best way to analyze them is with, you know, the help of some analytical and statistic support. So take away 400 yards and 10 touchdowns from those numbers if you want. 14, 56, and 13. I still feel so great. So I do not care. Numbers. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. It's, you know, just in general, like those numbers that we're referencing, dominator rating, breakout age. They matter a little, but they're not. Mm -hmm. It's not the whole story. And there's, I'm not calling anyone out that does it this way. You can have your process. That's fine. But there are sites and large sites that are very well known that literally like live and die by that kind of stuff. And you, you have to see what these guys team? are doing. By any chance? Maybe, um, maybe. So it, it's it's one part of the equation. But back to the tape with Devonta Smith. Let's get to that next. I'm gonna kick oh. it back to you guys because I feel like I'm talking a lot. Hit me with like your favorite. Devonta Smith strength that you see on tape because I've got several written down. Oh, that's an impossible question. Pick favorite me. I'll get single first every time. Pick me. Go, go, because I don't I don't know if I can pick one. My favorite strength for Devonta Smith is his intelligence in his route running. There's not a single thing that he does that is not intentional or calculated. Everything that he's doing, he sees the entire process in his head already. If I do this and set the defender up this way, I'm going to have the leverage here. And it's just this like beautiful, weaving, flowing piece of art every time that he runs around. It is so smart and it is so nuanced. His football IQ leaps off the film to me. And that is, in my opinion, one of the most important and powerful things that that he has in his, his arsenal so i should have just gone with my notes and not let john steal my option because it's very difficult for me to decide as i mentioned but if i just go and look at my adjectives and my notes 
I have the word elite or excellent like on seven or eight different notes and attributes, <laughs> but one of them is elite bold, which I'll do very rarely. I will rarely bold an attribute for a player because like I've gotten up to the elite adjective and I can't get any farther beyond that. So I'll bold it. So and bold the one that I really have, special. Yes, is elite football IQ and savviness. Yep. And so yep. I that that is the best attribute. I think I would agree there, but it's like by one percent over three or four other attributes that are also at ninety-eight or ninety-nine percent. Touch on a couple of those things then. What else okay. runs up the profile? Oh everything. Legitimately Agreed. everything. Well, there, <laughs> except for like the only weakness you can point to is his size. You cannot point to any weakness on tape that I saw. In in my evaluations of all these players, you can look if you're a patron patron at our scouting profiles and our notes, you will always see a couple weaknesses towards the end of these profiles for me. There are none yeah. in my Devontae Smith notes. The only weakness I can highlight is that he brings another Devontae spelling into the NFL that we have to figure <laughs> out. There's like seven now. Hopefully yep. Devonta Freeman will be out by the time he gets here, so we don't have to deal with that one. It did take uh, me like three years to get Devonta Adams, Devonta Freeman, yep, Devonta Parker, Parker Devonta. <laughs> yeah, it's and now you got another. Yep. yep. But seriously, hey, I'm, with, I'm with you guys. Everything. Yeah, he's it's, he's great. The thing that I love most about his game, we talked about it being a weakness, is his size. He doesn't play like that. Like you when you mm -hmm. watch him play, he is actually great at the catch point with contact. And for a guy like that, you would maybe think, okay, he can win in space. He's fast. He's got good hands. Yes, yes, yes. But when he goes up against a safety on a jump ball, can he bring it down? Sometimes the answer is no with these more thin build guys. That is not the case with Devonta Smith. He wins consistently. And like you guys are saying, I absolutely agree. He looks just so natural out there. Like he looks like he was born to play wide receiver. I don't know how else to put it. Hmm. I don't really see weaknesses in his game. And I feel like the only weakness, quote unquote, that you want to put in his profile is the lack of a big, like a bigger build, maybe, if you want to say that. And then maybe he broke out late. Whatever. If that's all you're, that's all you're, this guy's negatives are, I'm so in on Devonta Smith. I'm, so I would consider him in a single quarterback league at 1.01. We all would. We're all yes. in consideration for him with that pick. Uh, well, I don't know if there's, I wouldn't I consider him there. No, I would, would lock him in there. Yeah, yes. You're locked there you in go. there. I'm very close to doing that, but I have like one other player that I go back and forth on. Um, we're going to get our running backs. It would be Javante Williams. would be the only other consideration that I'd have at the moment mm. one in single quarterback. Um, the biggest compliment I think that I can give any prospect coming out is that they look like a professional at their position. Some of these other wide receivers that we talk about look like very, very, very good college wide receivers. And you still kind of wonder how they're going to translate to the next level or they might need some coaching in a few areas or whatever it is. Devonta Smith looks like a good NFL wide receiver right now. He is that polished and that clean. Remember how everyone was talking about uh, former Alabama wide receiver Amari Cooper coming into the league as being like one of those incredibly – polished mm. smart route running wide receivers calvin Devonta ridley Smith too is, yep calvin ridley too jerry Devonta judy Smith. too oh what a coincidence nah. <laughs> well, everyone uh, loves blame, judy for his route running I blame, That's I, blame, I blame his quarterback um I blame his <laughs> oh yeah for sure but for everything. 
Devonta Smith looks like a pro wide receiver and has the upside of being a Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen route running savant at the NFL level. Like he has yes. that in his well within his range of outcomes. Like not just saying it's a 1% chance he gets there. Like it is very possible that he is solidified as being one of the best route runners in the NFL within a few years. Um, so I will, I will dive in quickly a little bit deeper because Betts mentioned that his favorite attribute is that he doesn't play to his size or he plays beyond his size. And I think that a lot of listeners who either have heard all the tales of his BMI way too low, skinny, going to crack like a twig uh, narrative and are like, well, I need some good explanations, red shirts, because you seem to think that's not true, or just look at him themselves and think that want maybe a little bit of explanation. So here's here's my take on it, okay? I see three areas where a receiver's size is going to be a concern. One is after Press after coverage. the catch in contact. I'm going to I'll get to that in a second. That's going to be three for a reason. One is after uh, after the catch through contact. I only saw impressive, not not just like good, but impressive for his size and not for his size, just in general. Willingness to finish through contact, strength to finish through contact. I have in my notes, toughness, way all capitalized beyond his size. He has not go down easy. Now, am I saying he's Jamar Chase in that regard, who's maybe the best in this class at that? Not necessarily, but very, very good. Okay, number two is contested catch situations. Can he box out a guy, or is he going to get wrapped up by a DB in the end zone and never be able to score a touchdown? No, that is not a concern at all for me. He's incredible in contested catch situations. He's probably just going to outjump whoever it is. His hands are amazing. He's going to snatch the ball out. The way he go- goes up and gets the ball is insane. And I have not seen any DB outmuscle him in a way that his size causes him to lose in those situations. Number three is getting off the line against press coverage. The first one John mentioned. Now, this is the one area maybe where there could be a concern. And I only say that because this is what I have in my notes. Extremely quick off the line allows him to annihilate press coverage even when DB attempts to put hands on him. And then I have in parentheses, did not get to see how well he can get off of contact on the line because he never got contacted at yeah. the line. It's Keenan so, Allen. Exactly. It's the same thing. They just Devontae so also. Yes, get their up. ability to get off the line in a way that doesn't even allow a DB to put their hands on you, which is the number one way to stop someone when you're in press coverage. I never saw that happen to him because he's so nasty at the at the release off the line. If at some point he gets, you know, covered by the best press cover in the NFL and they are able to get hands on him, it's possible that that's where his physical size could show problems. Maybe. But from what I've seen on tape, he has the ability to win in those situations with other tech, with other skills, with other technique, with other ability. And from what I've seen everywhere else in his physicality, he has won where his size would indicate maybe he shouldn't. So I, w- I still don't even have a concern there. So take that for what you will. There you go. Co-sign. Perfect. Um, yeah, to summarize, guys, like we don't have to go into a ton of detail here. Like there's not a lot of weaknesses in his game. Okada talked a lot about. The one that you could say we touched on maybe the advanced analytics not being there as far as only that one huge year of production. 
whatever we're fading it that's what we're going to take the stance on he's our wide receiver one i honestly guys don't see that changing at all mm -hmm. um he's going to go top 10 in the nfl draft maybe even top like six eight Going maybe the eagles god if he goes to the eagles if they if they miss on this guy and they miss <laughs> on dk metcalf justin jefferson and Devontae smith three years in a row i will someone come check on me honestly <laughs> philly, philly would be fun it'd be nice for him to step right into a number one role um in an offense which he would so that would uh that would be good for absolutely for his outlook. Mm -hmm. absolutely we'll break it down after the nfl draft of course uh but that is it for the Devontae smith rookie profile series if you're watching on youtube make sure you're liking and subscribing in your podcast app drop that rating and review we are back next episode we're going to talk jamar chase we'll see you then until next time brother richards thanks for tuning into this episode of the red shirts dynasty podcast hit us up on twitter at red shirts ff pod and check out ballblastfootball.com for all things fantasy football